Are you sure you're ready? I'm totally ready, Kathleen McGee. Can I hear from the single ladies? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so single. <laughs> Remember that Patrice line? Oh my God, that's probably one of the highlights of my comedy life is that's when Patrice O'Neill came to the comic strip and we got to go yeah. five days in a row and watch this man. Well, the show was oh um, Daryl Mack emceeing. Oh my God, yes, and he made so much fun. Yeah, he, it was Daryl Mack emceeing, me middling, and Patrice headlining. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. It was it was the greatest, I think, my favorite memory of, of comedy ever. And not a lot of people were there because, I mean, he was still very unknown in Canada. But, like, yeah. oh, my God. And he was just a different show every night. But that's the thing that made me laugh so hard is there was <laughs> – he came out and he, he just went out. He's like uh, – he just started the show with, like, where's all the ladies at? And then they were like, woo! <laughs> and he's like – Where's all the single ladies at? And they're like, woo! He's like, where's all the single ladies over 30? And there was like a few, woo! And then they're like, then he said, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this ominous Oh sort my of God. Like, it's you. Oh, it was so funny. And, and as a 30-year-old woman over 30 now, I appreciate that line even <laughs> fucking more. Because I know it. I, it is me. But like, <laughs> but some women don't want to admit that. <laughs> I wonder how he would do like now in 2019. Like, Everybody and, does. Everybody wonders what the world, comedy world would have been like if Patrice O'Neill was still here. I think, I mean, I hope that he would still be speaking his fucking mind. But there would but, still be a whole, there would be a huge percentage of the comedy population that would be like, uh, he's garbage, he's irrelevant. I know. That's what's sad. You know. So, but uh, maybe he would have evolved. Maybe he would have, like, you know, been like, yeah, you know, girls ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really stupid? Pudding. <laughs> yeah, you just become this super. Patrice turns into Bill Cosby. <laughs> Thank God he died before he could turn into the shiz shaz. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Patrice is just like, fuck it, I need some money. Here we go. No, he wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't but have sold out. No. So how was your weekend? Where did you um, do shows? I did shows in Lethbridge. Woo. I rented a car, and I got to tell you, it was a sensible car. Sensible. <laughs> it was a Nissan Rogue, which is the one I was talking about earlier that I wanted. Oh, yeah. Those are nice. And the best part about it, it was brand new. So it's 3,000 kilometers on it. It feels nice. Yeah. Where was it? Did you have an unlimited kilometers oh, guarantee? Yeah. I don't ever not have unlimited yeah. kilometers. I don't want to be thinking about kilometers. Me neither. That's, That's the last thing I need in my mind. Who's like that cocky when they rent a car? They're like, <laughs> no, I'm not going over 500K. We're good. We're good. And then all of a sudden, a family miles. emergency in Jasper happens, and they're just like <laughs> adding up all the kilometers. $15,000. Oh, my God. No. Well, but Lethbridge is okay. Lethbridge is fun. Yeah, let's, we're going to talk about Lethbridge. Let me finish about okay. this car. All right, yeah. Sorry. I got, you, I got too high. <laughs> no, you didn't get too high. You got the right amount of high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble talking. But, um, so, this thing had this, I don't remember what it was called, but it had cruise control. But, oh. but the cruise control could sense when a car was in front of you. And even if you set cruise to 120, it would slow down. I love those. So that you just, you just, all I did was steer to Lethbridge. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh, I love that. It, it yeah, was the I coolest love it. thing. I have no problem with cars taking over. That was so much fun. No. 
I mean, the I didn't. F- I, I felt like I was on mushrooms a bit because, like, I didn't know how much control I really, truly, actually had. <laughs> well, sometimes I'd get freaked out on those things because I'd be, yeah. I'd be driving, and then all of a sudden I'd realize, like, I think I've been going eighty kilometers an hour for the last half an hour, <laughs> but I didn't slow down, so I felt like, here we go, still going one twenty. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm like, how long have I been going 60 behind a giant truck? <laughs> and then as soon as you change lanes, you go back to 120. And it's like, it's like you're on, you're on a roller coaster. It's like, yeah. it's so much fun. No, I know, oh. I know a lady who's like, she's working, I don't know, she's working on like automated vehicles and stuff. And she said, a lot of people are against it and like, oh, they're dangerous, whatever. She's yeah. like, as soon as you, she's like the first time, like we're five years away from being in a position where... You could get past Leduc. Yeah. Like, you could get to Leduc, press a button, and then not have to worry about your vehicle again until you got to, like, um, Calgary. Yeah. And she's like, as soon as that happens, people are going to be like, I love automated vehicles. Oh, yeah. I people are it. so scared of them now until the first time that they can, like, play Candy Crush all the way to Calgary. And yeah. then they'll be like, oh, the robots are great. The robots are amazing. Could you be drunk in it? I mean, I'm sure they'll make some sort of legislation. But if we get in there quick enough, we could try it out. You know, because, like, it, you can always do something sneaky as soon as a new law is passed because you're yeah. like, well, that's not really. They and never then, said anything about drunk. And then they close the they close the thing. Because that was about cell phones, right? Like, you could just, you used to be able to just text and smash into right. someone. Yeah, that's right. That <laughs> was text never, and smash. <laughs> that was, you're right. Yeah. There was, was there a brief was no period law. of time. like, And you could text and drive when texting was a fucking nightmare. On all the T9. On your you would T9 shitty. and drive. <laughs> you T9 and drive. This is what it's like to this be. This is what it's this, about. This back in the day when you had to T9 and drive. <laughs> it was <laughs> like press seven, four times to get an M out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend, Jana, who you do know, she could like T9 without looking. She was such a texter. Oh, yeah? Oh, when anyone texted her, she would go, oh, I've got bites. <laughs> I've got nibbles. I've got bites. She'd be like, oh, I've got bites. I got a nibble on the... <laughs> oh, man. But she could that... do it like... She, she could be talking to you, and then she'd be like sending a message, like some... That's crazy that people monster. could do that. She was yeah. so t- she's a talented lady. She still is. Oh my god, she could do that. But yeah, so you could T nine and drive legally. T nine and drive. And now we have like voice to text, and we still can't do it. No, you know, like it's so much easier. Well, can you do the Hey Siri, and then can you text so and so? I did that with you once when you were try- you were getting weird responses from me because I was dictating. Oh, that's r- that's right. Yeah. Uh, what I was I- like the whole time I was doing. I'm like, why don't I just call him? <laughs> This is weird. I still am a phone talker. Like, I still like yeah, talking on the phone sometimes. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't answer anything at all, ever, if no. I don't know it. Oh, like, yeah, Like, if never. I don't know it, forget it. That's, you know, no. Never. I, like, I had a door-to-door, door-to-door person. Are they allowed to come back door-to-door now that Kenny won? Is that, like, a shitty byproduct of Kenny winning? I don't know, but you can drink in provincial parks now, so. Yeah, because he ended the war on fun, Kathleen. <laughs> Yo, that's right. That's right. You know Jason there, Kenny. He's all oh about God, fun. You've I seen remember, him in his suit. I remember going to the war on fun. Can I, you imagine him having fun? Like no. just Jason Kenny unwinding. And it fucking, I can imagine him being that weirdo get, that gets drunk in a corner and then it's just like comes up to girls and like, Egh. Yeah, and he's just always looking at his own daughter's ass but yeah, doesn't say anything so about greasy, it. Yeah, One greasy, of those greasy. fucking freaks. He's not greasy. He's greasy. Yeah. He's, like he's the kind of, he, he goes camping and showers every day. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? He's that level oh, of piece of shit. Oh, he's a person that shit. showers after he shits. I'm, excuse me. I have to go shower like Jason. It's day two of camping. Oh, I'd like to get cleaned up, please. <laughs> get some of his lake water off my yeah, balls. But he doesn't take his kids. He's, no, you guys stay here and stay dirty. You Your dad needs to get cleaned. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a politician. <laughs> I need to wash the sins away. The war on fun the is over. The war on fun, yeah. I mean, it's cool that you can drink. Like, I mean, I think people always did. I don't think anybody stopped. No. <laughs> like, I mean, there were people that were, I was fighting the good fight on, <laughs> I was fighting, I, the I was good fighting fight. against the war on fun. I was fighting for fun. I did like a, and my right to party. Do you like, did you, did you ever think about being a nurse? No. No. Oh God. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> there is, I don't even know how people are nurses. I commend anyone that's a nurse because it's. The vomit alone is enough to keep me out yeah. of it. Like I was at work at my restaurant job because I have to have one and it's okay. I love it. You love it. <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, but I was at work and I went on my break and then I come up to <laughs> the other girl. She goes, I just cleaned up a bucket of kid puke. Like oh. a kid came in and puked everywhere. And I literally was like, I don't know what I would have done if I wasn't on my break. I would have run out of the restaurant and run home. I'm going to be like, I'm not. Here cleaning clean up, up the puke. vomit of children. Yeah. So I could never be a nurse ever. Oh my god. Well, and that just goes against sort of parent code. If your kid pukes, you clean it up. I mean, you don't. If I took my child anywhere, and they shit, piss, or puked in somebody else's, I wouldn't be like, uh uh-huh. I think they just looks took the like kid you out guys and left. I, well, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But uh, even if I've had employees like I've had employees like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get that. And I'm like, no, you won't. Like, yeah. I brought this piece of shit here. Of a... No, but they make messes, right? Like they'll yeah. fucking spill ten meatballs. Yeah. You've or never something. had a public puking with your kid. No, just meltdowns, like the odd sort of like I'm melting down and there's, you know, it's over. I but never I publicly puke. puked once when I was a kid. Sushi. There was one time with sushi, oh, and they but that was kind of my fault. Yeah, I was like, here, try some sushi. And then they were like, and I was like, you guys are fucking retarded. This is great sushi. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I remember saying like, you guys don't even know. You guys obviously have no taste. <laughs> Because this is the best sushi in Fort Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find better sushi this than this. This is the freshest raw tuna. Yeah. <laughs> you, fuck, you want to find better sushi? Go ahead. I'll meet you in Short Park, you fucking, <laughs> you fucking lunatic. But it wasn't even like... Your, uh, you call your kids lunatics? I call them idiots all oh, the time. Like that, yeah, idiots, morons, That's stupid. important, though. Yeah, no, it's kind of, yeah, it's a term of endearment, like moron, idiot, loser. Yeah. Yeah, because so No public kinda... puking, though. No, I've never had anything like, but I, d- I did some shows for nurses, and there was like a, like I emceed this conference. Yeah. Those are, it's a blast. It's for, just so is that, Are you being sarcastic? Yeah. <laughs> it actually wasn't bad. Like, they were really nice, and then, but it was funny because I real I found out how vain I am. Because um, they had this young Aboriginal speaker, and he was really good, like his like about reconciliation and whatever. And whatever. And whatever. <laughs> we were on Treaty ninety seven land at the time. I think I don't know, but he so he he goes up there, and he, I asked him how to pronounce his like his stuff because it was all in Cree. So I'm like, how do you pronounce all these things? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm like, what are you fucking crazy? I don't know how to say this in Cree. <laughs> And he's like, I want to hear how you, you say it. What? And I'm like, uh-huh, okay. 
So then, I, of course, I fucked it all up. I was like, uh, he's from the... Z- uh, I don't know. But it makes you sound <laughs> so racist, right? Yes, it, that does make you sound so racist. So then he goes on, and he's like, he, says, he does something really funny. He said a bunch of shit in Cree that I, no one understood. Yeah. And then he goes, um, for those of you who don't speak Cree, what I just said is, who hired the racist MC? Oh, my. He set you up. Yeah, total fucking racist he setup. Set you Racism up. set up. See? Oh my god, that's that's not cool. Yeah, he beat me over the head with my own privilege. <laughs> okay, that that way you the way you say that it's funny. Yeah, the way you say it. No, that but way, it's but awesome. he but so he, and then this is how I found out I was vain because he's like, oh, uh, when I first saw him up there, I thought, oh, they're letting one of the white uh, the white men's elders speak. Elder, so you like called me an elder and a racist. Yeah, that's like an ageism joke. And yeah, and but it hurt me way more that he called me old. <laughs> oh, like I didn't care that he called me a racist, <laughs> but when he said old and everybody laughed, old. I was like, I'm not old. But when he said you're a racist, I was like, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> good job, you got me there. I didn't say like I'm not a racist, <laughs> but the old thing really stung me, you know. Yeah, the old thing does. <laughs> It's never nice. It's never like no. When you call yourself old, you're like yeah. But when other people are like, well, you've been around forever. You're like, fuck you. I just got here. You bag of shit. Son of a bitch. You're the zygote. You're not even real. You're not even a fucking human. You're a fetus. (laughs) You're a fetus doing comedy. I don't know. But what do you think of the abortion in Alabama stuff? You're oh wow. Are you are you, pro, you're pro-life, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you were pro-life? Actually, a child, uh, <laughs> I believe a life starts the minute the minute semen leaves the penis. I don't care where it goes. If you yeah. swallow that life, if you blink that life away, but there's life in that cum. There's That's what life I believe. In that cum. Stop throwing cum away. Yeah. Stop. There's a baby away. in there. Stop throwing millions of children out we need millions more children that's yeah, what we need that's what makes it so hard to that be are pro. not wanted that's what makes it so hard to be pro-life is like there's so many of us right like so the argument yeah that like you know w- these are all miracles i mean yeah okay but i mean there's there's gonna be nine billion of us soon let me tell you a lot of us are not miracles <laughs> a lot of us are plagues no. upon the earth I was thinking about this the other day about my adoption thing. I think the irony of my life is that the only reason I'm alive is because my birth mother was Christian. That And oh then I God. grew up to hate Christianity. But the only Holy reason I'm alive is because shit. she had reverence for old Jiminy Christmas. Oh my God. Like if she was secular, I would have been aborted fucking pronto. Pronto. Fiesto aborto. <laughs> no, and say. the world would have been a worse off place. So yeah. maybe we should ban abortions. Maybe. So that more Sean McCombers can come into the world. Yeah, no, that's not selling anybody who's pro choice. No. <laughs> that is crazy to think about, though. Like, because, yeah, as a person that is not adopted, mm-hmm. um, I still believe I was a mistake. But. Yeah. I. At least I feel like I was kind of wanted. Yeah, you feel like, you know, once the, somebody came back with the stick and it was like a big shock, but then a week later everybody was like, I Excited. can't wait. Yeah. yeah, we can't wait for... You don't realize that there was like a two-month period of consternation and reading different pamphlets. And oh, yeah, I'm for sure. Well, what happens to your pussy after abortion? <laughs> <clears throat> Things like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, things that you'd Google. If I you, don't know. What should happen to a penis after abortion? I wonder what should happen to a penis. That's factoid. That's one thing that I've noticed is a lot of women, like Christina Walkinshaw said, I would love if every woman that ever had an abortion told everyone the name of the man she had the abortion for. 
because it's always this stigma against the woman and no one's ever like, well, God, that guy shouldn't have come inside her. What an asshole. You know, it's always like, wow, she's a slut. She let a guy inside of her. (laughs) Well, it's funny when guys are like, how come when guys are like, how come I don't get a say? Like the you so don't the, so wait a minute the girl gets to uh, keep the baby and then I got to pay for it for twenty years I know but if she aborts it I don't get a say and it's like yeah because she's the one who invariably has to take care of this child yeah one hundred percent of the time this and you're is gonna never be... you're never the villain in this whole thing you aren't no I mean I'm sure that there's you know I mean obviously but times how many are guys changing. are like yeah abortion. I usually, I mean, th- I think most of the guys like are like, I'll drive you there. Like, I think they're probably. And then play Brick by Ben Folds Five the whole time. What's that? Is that an She's abortion song? She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly. <laughs> no, I don't know if, but well, maybe, maybe it's it probably is, like it's some. Ab- I'm pretty sure it's about a girl going to get an abortion. Jim, is that what that song is about? Can you look up the meaning Jim's of like, Brick? I don't fucking have a clue. Five. I've I'm never Googled sure. Ben Why Folds she, Five. It's not about an abortion at all. Uh, like no, a, it's about uh, May Long Weekend. It. <laughs> it's about going weekend? camping with your family. Did you do anything for May Long Weekend? No, no, I didn't do anything. I tried not to. I, I used to go to Rugby Fest all the time. Oh, that was... It's about it abortion? It is. Thank you. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it is. So we, he, he, Maybe we can do a little clip of it like right here. There, that's how you find it, right? That's the, how you find it when you need to find I'd like a clip of of brick don't tell ben folds we're using it because we're not able to pay for it but anyway um (laughs) but uh this is gonna happen right like every i that's the one thing i uh you know because obviously i'm pro-choice but at the same time i do feel like when pro-choice people are like uh, you know, fuck, I can't believe we're still debating this in 2019. Um, they don't take into account. We'll be debating this forever. They, like don't, it, it they don't take into account all of the fetuses that were born because they weren't aborted. That are out right. there being like, And I always thought me? it was weird when it was a, because they made it a woman's rights issue. And I'm like, yeah, and unless the fetus is girls, right? Like, yeah, if you abort a girl, that's you. That's kind of a wash on the woman's uh, <laughs> lip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, if you're like, hey, I, I did this for women. I had an abortion because, yeah, women. And yeah, then women. you're like, uh-oh, fetus was a girl. Look out. <laughs> so it's kind of a wash on that one, right? <laughs> In terms of what you've accomplished for women. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just talking crazy? Or I mean, just... a little crazy, but... Uh, no, I, what, I was, what I meant is uh, it's just like we're... Uh, I'm pro-choice, but we'll always be debating this. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is an ethical issue. It's it not is like, an ethical it's, issue. It's not like the other ones. It's not like the other sort of social justice things where, yeah. like, you know, like, I can't believe we're still talking about trans or, you know, like, that will fade over time. But yeah. abortion is always going to be this topic. Yeah. It's always, as long as we're here, it'll always be like, should we be doing that? Yeah. You know, like. So I think it's weird when people are like, oh, my God, we're still talking about this. Like, yeah, get used to it. We'll be talking get about it forever. It. Get used to it, Biatch. We're always going to talk about your womb. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about your womb till you're in the tomb, bitch. <laughs> womb, womb to tomb. tomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Womb yes. to tomb. Womb to tomb. I don't know. Um, so you were in Lethbridge. Did I you make a lot of money? Well, you know, it's. Canadian comedy, and I'm not very <laughs> successful, so probably not. Was it a door deal, or was no, it No, a... it was a first show yeah. thing. Oh, boy. But, <laughs> I mean, you get a nice hotel room with a jacuzzi. 
That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was a beautiful drive because Southern Alberta is beautiful. But it wasn't like this is my thing. As I always want to support places that are trying, trying to bring community comedy to their community and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm always worried about these people in this smaller community that are doing weekly shows because they're just like on a, you're on a weekly. You're doing this four times, so why don't you like do karaoke and trivia in here on? most of the nights and yeah. then do a comedy weekend once a month just to build and then move it to two times but everybody just jumps in so fast and they just want to and sell f- out everything and it's not possible. i feel like you know we keep we always talk about like oh my god you don't make any money in canadian show business like well what is the root cause of that like it is i think in some, sometimes i glo- we gloss over the fact that it's not doing well yeah you know like w- whenever you go somewhere uh, and then you go back a year later there's like a shittier hotel, less pay. Yeah. You know, maybe if less show. No, you never go Drink back. Tickets you, instead yeah. Of, you never yeah. go back somewhere and they're like, oh, since you left, we've been killing it. Like we've been <laughs> selling out every show and we, yeah. we'd like to offer you $500 more in a nicer hotel. And we always break that down to like these fucking shady ass bookers. Yeah. But maybe it's like there's just no there's just literally hardly any money in it. There is hardly any money in it. Yeah. Like how many rich bookers do you know? Like not, I, not even the bars are like, I'm going to pay you how much to do a show. And then I try to like break it down for them and like how to how everyone can make money. Because in my opinion, like if you go to a bar and you're like, can you please book this comedian? And it's like this much money. They say it's a thousand dollars. And then you're we make money off the door. This is the producers, not the comedian. We make money off the door and then you make all the money off the bar and kitchen. Everybody is going to make money then. But we have this weird thing where only one person's allowed to make money in comedy. And I've even done shows for like people that booked me and then they didn't they did a terrible job promoting and they were like, "Well, I guess I got to go to the bank to get your pay that like it's coming out of my bank account." I'm like, "Okay. But you yeah. told me to come up for these shows and pay me this much money, so like and then it, you try to promote, like, I, you know, and whenever I do promote, like, okay, fuck, I'll put it on Facebook or Twitter or yeah. whatever that I'm doing. But you can't put it on eight times a day, which is what some people like. You got to promote this, like, for two weeks. I need to tweet every day. And I'm like, you're not paying me anything <laughs> to do this. And frankly, I'm not famous. <laughs> no one's going to give no. a shit about me. I usually will have one guy that I went to high school with show up. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like, so. Whenever we like, oh, you're not sharing this enough. I'm like, that's because I don't want that one guy, that one crazy guy to come to this. Oh, yeah. It's not like I'm going to, there's, there's, it's not going to be 20 people. Yeah. And like it, to me, a lot of social media is a smoke screen anyway. It's yeah. like, I'm going to, I'm going to post this because then I did my job. Yeah. And then you're going to share it. And then you did your job. And there's not really going to be anything that happens after that. Yeah. But we did it. Like it's we like, tried our best. We did everything yeah. we could. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. And then just, if you don't, they're like, well, maybe if you'd promoted it. Yeah. Then it's, it's your like, fault. No, yeah. no, that wouldn't have helped. That would not have helped. But if, if the room is full, they're like, look what I did for you. And it's just like, that's true. I yeah. don't like that attitude. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If the room's full, they never say like, wow, we, we, we never did. bring in this many people. This yeah. is all on Good you. Good for you, Kathleen. It's always like, look what I did. Yeah. Well, I was at the mall for nine hours. <laughs> like they always make it seem like they had to fuck. Yeah. Oh, I was in Arby's for nine days. Yeah. We're never going to book for anything again. But God damn it. Some of these bookers are wieners. Yeah, well. yeah, but they're mostly just like not professional, but they're just booking shit themselves and they 
I don't know. I yeah, just, they're sort of online robots. Like they're yeah. They're and you just, can't like you can't. Uh, there's no way of finding out how much this person paid for the show and how much they're really truly paying you. I'm not saying people are being crooks, but I'm just saying no. it's, it's so easy to just be like, yeah, well, three hundred bucks for you, good job, and then they're walking out with two grand. Like you never yeah, know. There, there's times when like I've been paid and then other people lost money, and there's times when they probably made more money yeah. and paid me garbage. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe I've been ripped. I don't, but I don't feel like I've been ripped off. No. I just feel like you know, is there a lot of money in this anyway? Like, who's making? There's no money in comedy. Everyone, I just this is what I wanted to like because I these guys that are running the Last Bridge Club are awesome. They're really nice. They're like they're trying to build a little community. But I'm just like I feel, I feel so bad because it is like hard to have a weekly show in Lethbridge. Like. <laughs> Well, it's, and it's weird when people say, like, oh, my God, these guys really love comedy. It's like, no shit. Like, who doesn't love laughing? Who doesn't like... like yeah. Oh, don't worry. These guys love comedy. They're in it for comedy. Like, yeah. They, yeah, fucking laugh. They're all in and, it for the tasty beverages. <laughs> but Lethbridge is a... Yeah, that's not really... I mean, they have a Yucks Monthly there. That yeah, is okay at Joe's Garage, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it was nice, and I hope that they, they can continue, but I hope they don't, like, lose money doing this. That's how I feel bad like when uh, victoria yuck yucks closed and like, oh found out God. about that poor guy yeah. who like put everything into it and it just all fell apart and we were like oh uh. yeah i was there when they were like just closing the casket on that like i think i did a weekend there two weeks before their final yeah week. so it was like hey good to see you guys and yeah. they're like yeah great and, you know, and, and they were quite nice yeah. but they were like you could tell they're lo- you know this was like, oh, my God, yeah. Like this dream blew up in her face. Like, I think comedy is hitting a bust soon because I feel like it's boomed so hard for so long. And there's so many people doing comedy. I don't know. It feels like it's a lot easier to get on stages nowadays because there's so many. And everyone yeah. just wants to grab onto the funniest people. Like, it took me six years, seven years to headline the downtown Toronto Yucks. And their comics are like two or three years and they're headlining it. It's like you can say that you're a good comedian and people will believe you. But yeah. I think we're about to bust because there's too many people going to shows where like, well, two people were okay, but, and they just won't like stand up anymore because they're not watching like the best of the best all the time. They're just watching everybody try it. I don't know. I yeah. probably sound awful and people are going to hate me for this. Or they'll be like, you know, like people watch tons of Netflix and they're like, why would I leave and go watch that shit? Yeah. Like, like I think that the, it's so funny because you think, because comedians have this thing where they think that everybody is obsessed with stand-up, just like them. And then you talk to real people, and they're like, oh, I think I went to a stand-up show once, or there was one at a Christmas party. Yeah. It's never somebody that's like, I go every week. And you meet those people because they're your, they're a comedy fans, so you meet those, and you think, well, everyone's like this person. Yeah. They're obsessed with comedy. I'm obsessed with comedy. Everyone is. And then you start to realize that only comedians really care about stand-up. Like, <laughs> everybody yeah. else is like, it's just another form of entertainment. And yeah, just only plumbers really care about plumbing until you need a plumber and then you care about plumbing. Yeah. For a little, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, contact your plumber friends. Yeah. Same thing, like, <laughs> my uh, my friends, like, if, you know, they're like, hey, fucking, you seen that fucking Larry the Cable guy? Or <laughs> he's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, half of the people that I spend time with socially would, you know, they'd be like, fucking that blue collar, that's a riot, man. <laughs> Like, I remember I went to work one time with the Mitch Hedberg CD, and they were like, this guy's a fucking wee- idiot, you know? And I was like, this guy's a genius. And they're like, what are you fucking listening to this garbage? Like, this is dumb. He didn't go ha-ha once. That was stupid what <laughs> Mitch Hedberg did. 
my god, his character's terrible. I don't get it. Yeah, I just think that that's the thing that I I've I've learned to come to terms with myself is that not everybody is excited about stand-up comedy the way stand-up comedians are. So once you realize that, then you're just like, well, whatever will be, will be. Like yeah. I, I can't force my. Once you accept that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's a not big that deal. big of a deal. No. So what you're doing isn't. Yeah, because there's a it's tendency a cool to feel job. like this is pretty special. You know, like when I see comedians on stage, like trying to command attention with their thoughts i'm just like gross <laughs> like you're not a fuck you're not an intellectual you go into politics and be like that ukrainian guy you're that not won. smart no like, it, it, you know like none of us are really that smart i think the smartest fucking comedian uh in the world is still like you know maybe a seven out of ten yeah you know they're like i, I don't know it, i mean i guess they're they're smart but it's like we sometimes comedians act like Oh, yeah, no, we could fucking whip together that human genome project, you know, like (laughs) if those guys weren't around, we could do it. You know, 10 comedians, you get 10 comedians together, we'll whip together a A genome. Yeah, we'll figure out, we'll figure, we'll fucking map. (laughs) They just like build like a gnome. We'll map the human genome. (laughs) They just build like a garden gnome. (laughs) (laughs) The human genome. Here's your genome. (laughs) Here's your your gnome, G. (laughs) Here's your genome. Oh, no, yeah, we did smoke too much marijuana. But oh, yeah, no. no, I had fun in Lethbridge. Um, it was good for like a one night thing, but yeah, I just I hope that it I hope that they're successful. I do. Huh. Oh yeah. I want to. Uh, yeah, because I was gonna like. I. How often do you work on new material, or do you like? Because sometimes, like for me, it's hard because I'll I'll go through a period where I don't write anything, yeah. and then I'll go through a period where I have like fifteen minutes, but then it's hard because yeah. I have to go on stage. And work on this all this new material, and you can just sh- bomb at a shitty bar gig. Yeah, and you can just start bombing again. Yeah, like you're like last night. I did a show where I was I did like a bunch of new stuff, and it was like I was an open micer again. Yeah, like I was fumbling over some of the words, and the jokes were like hitting really bad, like not even. And then I would try to like get myself out of it with some like, "Oh, this isn't going very well," or <laughs> and they weren't having that. They were like, "No, no, this thank isn't you. good." I don't know. I don't write as much as I should. Just I think I'm at that point. I'm just like, uh, I don't have, I don't want to go to the, all the open mics at night all the time, which I should be doing. But um, I also, yeah, you can't work on stuff at a shitty yeah. bar gig where <laughs> no one is listening to you. And then you get there and you're like, well, I'm just going to plow through this. Or you go to the comic strip and... Like, cause that's, I guess sometimes I feel bad cause like I'll, I'll be headlining the comic strip and I'm treating it like my open mic. Like I'm doing a bunch of new stuff and I don't really... I mean, but like, I think that you're a lot harsher on yourself than, I doubt that you bombed. I highly doubt that you bombed. No, last night I did. Like usually I don't because I'll do a couple new things and then I'll just be like, ah, fuck it. And yeah. then just, you know, do enough of the older stuff to get through the show and make fun of myself or whatever. But last night I was like, no, like I'm actually going to do all of it. Yeah. And that's why it went so bad because <laughs> oh, I, I was like, mm, OK, I'll do the other one. And then I, be, I had some shit written out and I was already doing bad. I'd already had seven minutes of very little laughs. Yeah. And then I had a couple of other jokes where I'm like, these are brand new. I don't know if they're going to work either. I'm doing them. I'm doing it. And then I did it. And then by the time I was done, those uh, they were like, this sucks. This is awful. That, yeah. I've talked to this about other like people that have been doing comedy for a while. It's like, OK, this is the problem is like you want to write all this new material. But in order to test new material, you have to go to like the open mics and stuff or like the mics and like where all these new comics are there judging. Ev- not like they all judge, but you feel like they're and you're like, oh, no. I can't bomb in front of. 
uh, like and then they just see you bomb <laughs> like you're just trying yeah. to write new jokes uh, yeah it's like a weird cycle that you because like like in new york and la those and toronto i guess it's like pros can go out a lot more it feels like but maybe they can here i'm just being lazy yeah I'm you're sure I'm just being lazy. i mean you're yeah i know it's you're right your ego does get involved where you're like well now i'm gonna do this all this new stuff in front of a bunch of people that and are going to be like, this guy bomb. sucks. Yeah. Like, Somebody said that she was good once. <laughs> Ooh, she's brutal. <laughs> I buried her. I feel like that every time I, I get on stage her. these days, I feel like if there's going to be someone like, oh, I've seen her before and she was great, but now she's awful. The things that I, the thing that I often think about though is I'm like, well, what, where, where has, where has doing your solid material all the time gotten you? Nowhere. You know, so it's yeah. like, okay, well, I don't get anywhere from. Like, you know, okay, well, those, because that's what usually happens to me is I'll be on a show and then the MC goes up and does really well. And then like, you know, the middle or co-feature or whatever will go up and have a really strong set. And then I'm like, well, okay, I better not do the old stuff because I, you know, I got to, and then it's like, well, who cares? Yeah. So it's like there, so your ego does get involved where you're like, well, everybody else is doing well. I don't want to go up there and And bomb and do less well. Well, maybe we'll just tell people, listen, I'm going to bomb tonight. So don't expect much from me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then they'll be like, if you actually do well, they'll be like, oh, this person's just fucking very insecure. But they were great. <laughs> I thought you were pretty good. I thought you were great. Oh, pretty good. Like last night I had to run away from, because the thing is when I, when I, my, I don't know what it is about me, but people will always say like one extra insulting thing to me than they would to other people. Yeah. I would like to videotape what somebody says to you in a day because I think that your brain converts no. it to hate <laughs> well but I, I get insulted people. a lot yeah but how insulted like wasn't insult well like okay like last night i like i couldn't just bomb and just have it be like okay bye you know like so i'm you like had to bomb and sit through take it in. yeah i was like uh was no i shit. so what happened is i was bombing and then i'm like all right i think i'm gonna wrap it up here and then there was a guy in the crowd that started laughing and I'm like, what? And then he's like, oh, it's just making my night uh, watching you be in so much pain up there. He said that? Yeah. I fucking hate people. And it's like, why? But nobody would say that to you, I don't think. Right? Uh, like, I get these. But so I never bomb. That's true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because I'm scared to try new stuff. But uh, that's an example. That's just an example of like the sort of things I hear on a pretty shitty. routine basis. Right? Somebody called me fat from the side once uh, at the comic strip. Some guy was like, oh, she's fucking gross and fat. And David, the manager at the time, heard him. And he's like, get that fuck out he kicked, he out kicked him out of there fucking the right on for david yeah i love passionate management you know that like that it, when they're gay no always i love david oh, okay. but um yeah i was so excited when he kicked them out because it's like the honestly like i always feel like a, like like you get on stage and it's all cool kids that are just watching you judging you even though most of the people out there are losers kidding we're all great special stars <laughs> But uh, yeah, it does feel like every and anytime there's like attractive males in the aisle, I was like for you, but I'm always like, oh god, this is gonna be awful. They're just gonna hate me because I'm not uh, like a beauty queen. <laughs> oh yeah, when there's young hot women in the audience, most like male comedians over thirty are like, oh no. Yeah. Okay. There's, well, that's yeah. then you need to know that's the same for women yeah. over thirty, like the exact same. Yeah, because you just know that. Every time men have talked to these women, they were trying to like have sex with them. Yeah. So they hear you saying, speaking some language of not trying to have sex with them. Yeah. And they're like, ew, like everything's disgusting because yeah. they've never heard a man speak that way. Yeah. yeah. 
You're like, you remind me of my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had like a really creepy proposal after a show, like from like a creepy old lady that's like, well, young boy. Well. (laughs) And you did it. You were just like, oh, thank you for calling me young. (laughs) Uh, I don't even think I have. Never once? No, because I I don't. I I, uh, I feel like a lot of women get comedy goggles on their eyes as soon as they see a a man go on stage. Because women are attracted to a sense of humor. It's a fact. Like, that's something that women say I like. And I've seen plenty of hilarious average to below average looking dudes get laid every weekend what you would see a lot more is very attractive male comedians who are or are not funny getting laid a lot more than they normally would yeah i guess so but i've seen some like guys almost like good for you (laughs) and i'm sure yeah but those those are probably guys that were like push they were they knew how to push it before comedy yeah like they were like batting average guys before they ever did comedy I don't know. I've so just they were always like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Like they were going into ladies and being like, hey, ladies. And yeah. now they have comedy. So they've got a little bit of extra Leverage. juice. But yeah. Um, but yeah, they probably were getting laid before. You know, there's if you're a guy who like wasn't getting laid before comedy, comedy is probably not going to get you laid that much. What will get you laid more money? I don't know. Being a good person who can fix a fence. No, I don't. That's know. like the first thing I look for. <laughs> is a guy. Hey, are well, you a good person? Can you fix a fence? Can you fix a decent fence? <laughs> but we, yeah, because I guess you're right. Like men aren't as into you know. Like if you're a man at a comedy show, you're not like I want to have sex with that girl because she's so funny. No, they never. I want to have sex with her because she talks about squirting and blowjobs and shit. That's why they want to talk to you after this. It's not because they're impressed by your intellect. <laughs> Oh, that's always the funniest. <laughs> oh, you're so smart up there. I'm like, mm, thank you. I'm such an idiot when I'm not up there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, so how many proposals have you got from men that you've been like, no thanks? Well, I'm not like Does it happen quite a bit? every time. Not anymore because I'm old, but like, yeah, you get like guys sometimes, but not as much as I would see girls. And like, I've always ha- found a lot of men are threatened dating a female comic because they're supposed to be the funny one in the relationship. I had a guy dump me because his friends thought I was funnier than him. Yeah, that's weak. It was, but it was like we'd gone on a few dates. It wasn't like a serious thing, but he's like. But oh, he told you? Why would he even fucking tell you that? Because he was an idiot. He must have been I, stupid. One of my favorite things is dumb guys. But um, usually they were bouncers. <laughs> <laughs> and, but anyway, so. Uh, but I don't even. I lost my train of thought. Well, I was going to talk about. You're talking about dumb guys. Like, I, w- I was thinking about that. Like, wh- I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but when somebody decides to do stand up. You don't find out how funny they are. You find out how funny their friends are. Oh, because like you can see. Because, oh, my friends love like, this. Yeah, because every person who gets on stage was, a was a, had a group of friends that told them, you're the fucking funniest, so you should do comedy, right? Yeah. So the, everybody who gets on that stage is infused, embedded with this sort of sense of like, I'm pretty fucking funny. I think I can do this. Yeah. Why? Because I grew up being told I was this good. Most of them don't don't know this, but their friends were humorless. Yeah. So their friends were like, you're the fucking funniest. It's like, <laughs> you're the funniest man in a humorless crew. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing stand-up, and you're going to find out very quickly that you're fucking dog shit. <laughs> but so everyone's, like, everyone is dog shit at the beginning. But no, the ones I who mean, push through and are delusional enough are the ones that stay. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you know, you had, you probably came from like a group of funny friends, so you couldn't just rest on your like, I'm Kathleen and I'm funny. Like, 
you had other funny friends, so you had to like step up your funny game to be the funniest girl. Yeah, I get, and I was fat, so I had to be funny, or I would be nobody. Oh, it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> it's a defense oh. mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're attracted to my defense mechanism. <laughs> Why do you want to fuck my defense mechanism? <laughs> no, that's wrong. And no, I was yeah, fat. Yeah. yeah no, like, but that was like, I, that is why I'm funny. That is a huge part of why I'm funny. Cause guys wouldn't talk to me unless I was fun and cool and could chuck vodka. And like, it was basically a, a guy yeah. girl. Yeah. You had to be like a guy. Yeah. But, and then your girlfriends would laugh at you and be like pretty and laugh at you. <laughs> and you're just like, wow. <laughs> Look at bitch. I, I know you don't think so, but I'm sucking dicks over here. They're like, the girls aren't threatened by you. They're like, she's no. not fucking anybody. She's not going to fuck the guys we fuck. So don't no, worry about it. She's not in that class. She'll be the one that will fuck the wingman. <laughs> <laughs> I am the wing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, it's true. that's too bad. I but know, I think it's. it's no, I but think... it made me who I am today. That's the thing that I'm like, why everyone's so sad. doesn't want to have bad things happen to them or be treated differently or like, oh, you can't talk to me that way. Well,. You're never going to learn how to be, have a personality. <laughs> like if you can't, if you can't have a bad day or have something bad happen to you and be like, why the fuck did that happen to me? I didn't do anything. But then you have to figure out how to be okay with that. Like you just have to. But you were probably funny before you were fat. I mean, I was always a funny child and I didn't get fat till I was like seven. <laughs> no, <laughs> till I was seven. <laughs> I hung in there until after <laughs> mandatory gym. <laughs> My metabolism really began to slow by the age of nine. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I hit puberty. Oh, anyway. Oh, but, no. What? No, it, it's like you can't be like upset about that stuff. Like, there's a, if I had been like some hot chick, I'd probably be at home with kids right now. Yeah. And married and rich to somebody, but not exactly that happy. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. You think about how different your life would be. Like I think, you know, when I think about like my male friends that are in my life, yeah. they, they always seem like they're caught in like a, uh, like a fucking death trap because they're, they're having like sex all the time with different girls. And so they've got to keep those balls in the air. And oh yeah, like, you've got to suck it, in that tummy the whole time. And it's, it seems very stressful, the lives that they're leading. Like, so yeah, of course they do some fun stuff, yeah. but I mean all the extracurricular shit, I'm like, I don't want that yeah. shit where you got like gir- eight girls texting you like, Oh shit. <laughs> I told her I was going to meet her at red Robin. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Never meet a guy at red Robin. I can tell you that. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever met a guy at a Red Robins. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> These are good. This is a venti ice chai. You know, I don't drink well. Ice chai? I like to drink all of my calories. <laughs> I don't drink well. <laughs> I don't drink well. You just I've drink had sugar. like fucking six olives and then just straight sugar drinks. <laughs> just I'm on the salt and sugar diet. Yeah, I'm just doing <laughs> olives and frappuccinos. <laughs> That's how I keep my body like this. Yeah, this is a smoothie. <laughs> Can you take two selfies like within a week of each other, do a before and after, and say, oh, "Guys, I've lost some weight. Notice a difference." And it's not like, and then everyone's like, "Look at oh, you shot. look great!" Like it's actually from a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> after and before. Oh my god, I love it. That'd be Sean's funny. after and before photos. Yeah, because I am. I'm drinking like a Slurpee every day now for yeah. the last three weeks. I've been in a real big Slurpee bender. <laughs> Not good, and I get the large ones too. So 
so many Slurpees. What's your favorite Slurpee flavor? Coke. Are you a, oh, you are a Coke person. Although, you know. I'm, I'm not a cola Slurpee knife. Really? Flavor. No, it's got to be like a grape or a cream soda or an orange. I don't mind a peach fuzz. Dr. I don't Pepper mind a grape. Of the dark sodas. Dr. Peppers are good, yeah. Anything but root beer. I always thought root beer, root beer was gross. Because root beer has to be fizzy. Right. Yeah, it does have to have. I know, like I've had like root beer flavored candies, and I'm like this is disgusting. But then you drink root beer, and you're like, oh, it's because of the bubbles. Hmm. It enhances the root. So. <laughs> <laughs> it enhances the root. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Look at We're never we gonna have. get rich like this. <laughs> Put this fucker straight on Pantheon or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Please donate to our Pantheon oh, <laughs> so we no. can get new pants. Oh, well, are you a Game of Thrones fan? Did you oh, watch I it? Oh, I watched it. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm a pretty good fan. But I'm not like, this isn't the end. It was okay. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't oh, terrible. my God. There was one oh, my God thing for me personally. But like. What was the oh, my God thing? When, did you watch it? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, you can tell me. When Jon Snow stabs Daenerys. Why does he do that? Because she turned into Hitler. Why did she do that? Because did she still have they the killed her best friend. They killed her dragons? No, no. They well, they killed two of the dragons. Oh, but she still had one dragon left. Yeah, right? and then then the dragon comes up after he kills Daenerys, and then you think, well, I thought, oh God, the dragon is going to kill Jon Snow. Snow. Yeah, and then he's going to breathe fire, and then he turns and he breathes onto the Iron Throne and melts the Iron Throne. So there's no more Iron Throne. Oh, no. And then the wheelchair boy became a king, and Sansa became a queen, and Arya went to America really? to discover it. That, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, are you fucking And basically, perfect? and then Jon Snow just goes back to the Night Watch. So it's like, it's just all, it, they went back just, to exactly where it was oh, in the beginning so of all this. To do. All these years of battles and shit, oh, and he just boy. had to go right back there. I mean, Son seriously, died, and that's good. And then, but yeah, it, it was, a, it was a interesting, whatever. I cannot stand people that are so attached to a fucking TV show that they're willing to sign a petition to ask that they remake the season because we didn't like it. Like, I'm sorry. That remake is, remake the season. That is, you know, this like, is the everyone gets first place generation right now. Here they are writing petitions because they didn't well, like how things ended. And it's weird, too, because it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's almost like people feel like ideas are this endless resource. Like, look at, like, Chris Rock's first comedy special yeah. versus Chris Rock's seventh comedy yeah. special. Like, you know, like... It's, the first is going to be the best. Yeah, the first season, you start to that's run out of ideas. 20 years of yeah. comedy working at... That's why Dane Cook blew up, because his first album was 20 years of his best yeah. jokes. And you then start next, to run the out. One, of, yeah. You start to run out of shit. So, like, they basically, like, you know, it's like, what? this season sucks. It's like, oh, and people they, like, they ran out of shit. They ran out of ideas. And they're like, oh, the actors wanted it to keep going. The actors were, they were like, I don't know if I want to be a goblin for 10 years. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> Game, of goblins. Goblin Game of Goblins. Game of Goblins. Let's do a parody movie the called The Goblin Game. Throne. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bronze. <laughs> Sitting on the bronze toilet, oh, a no. goblin. <laughs> Donald Trump's little. Wasn't fucking... that like a horror movie? Oh no, Ghoulies. That was the ones that came Goonies. out of the toilet. No, was Ghoulies. It, was it Ghoulies? Was it? What about Goonies? You would know. Well, Goonies, yeah. But Ghoulies was the one. The video. I saw it every time I went to the video store. It was just like this green monster was oh. standing outside of a toilet. 
And I would never watch it. I was always too scared to watch Ghoulies. Did you ever rent pornography from a movie store? Um, not from like a blockbuster or a video now. But did you ever go through like the saloon doors? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, the saloon doors at ad- Source Adult Video that is now a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> I love Edmonton. Used to be a porn star, porn store, but now it's a daycare. Oh um, my god. Oh yeah, I would go and rent DVDs once in a while. Yeah, you had to do shit like that. You, you can't did. just like. Anyway, no. I'm just gonna. <laughs> People had to know you were a freak in the '90s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you had to walk in there and walk out, and then you'd you'd get like the you know I this looks fine. I guess I'll I guess I'll just get this gang banging comes followers twenty seven. I've been asked to get this. <laughs> I mean, somebody. It's the same as your joke about when you like eat so much, you order so much McDonald's, you order two diet cokes. Or what? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> because everybody you just want one, does yeah, that. Like I, yeah. Oh no, fuck! I do that a lot. Are uh, you gonna need two diet cokes? And I, I look at my phone now, where I'm like, okay, I need um, two Big Macs, <laughs> and like I pretend that I'm like ordering, you know, like my <laughs> my wife and children, boy oh boy. Oh, God. I'll get three Big Macs, two filet of fish, you know, just order, and they're like, okay. And then, I, and the, because the joke was like, yeah, the guy looks at me and goes, and just the one drink. And I'm like, yeah, one should do it. Just the one beverage. The wife and kids don't drink. Yeah, they're all diabetic. So, um, Adam sort of did this to me in the. Well, he did do it to me. We were. Uh, I picked him up once when he was out drinking with his friends, and we. He's like, can I go to McDonald's? Which is what I do too. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then we go, and he's like, I want you to order me four cheeseburgers dressed like Big Macs. Dressed like Big Macs. And two Big Macs dressed like cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was That's like. That's actually a fucking good idea. The cheeseburgers dressed as Big Macs are delicious. I bet they are. They are. But like with lettuce? Yeah. Okay. And the but, special but, sauce so the, but the Big Mac dressed as a cheeseburger, not so good. Oh, I've never tried that one. We could mm. do that one day. Yeah, it's just like... We'll bring them next week. We should do that. Let's do some fooding here. Yeah, we should Let's be foodies. Let's become foodies. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, Fast foodies. Suddenly it's called dead baby foodies. <laughs> no, but we could do a thing called fast foodies. Yeah. Like we, bring, we bring in some like shitty, you know, like fucking okay. Arby's burger. Why don't we like switch like off and on switch weeks and then you pick your shitty yeah. one one week and I'll pick... And then we'll just change the shit out of it. Until we come All up right. with the perfect fast food menu item. I love how fat Sean and I are. <laughs> I'm fat too. We're both like, let's eat fast food You know food what we somehow. should make this podcast into? <laughs> We're eating. We're eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough that we talk the whole time about how fat we are. We're eating. We should probably eat during it. <laughs> I just drank fucking 7,300 calories. <laughs> ah, well. And I, you know what? I, I, I fucking I, I've had I probably had ten McGriddles in the last month. Yeah, I've really gotten on a McGriddle kick. I they don't are... like them. I don't like sweet and savory. Really? No, I'm like a savory lady. Okay. Sometimes sweet, but oh, I finished the best. so Adam. Oh, okay, yeah. Orders all this stuff, and so I order it with the place, and it's too much. He also ordered other stuff, and so I'm like, it's like forty dollars worth of McDonald's. I'm like, I don't know how anybody orders forty dollars worth of McDonald's, and I was like. Okay, and then I was like, I gotta go pee, and he jumps out of the car, <laughs> and, and I'm like in, in the, the drive-through, drive-through by myself, oh. and I pull up with a forty-dollar McDonald's order by myself, like some horribly fat, like that fat lady from Oprah that would eat in her oh. car. That's what I felt like. And then I looked over, and Adam was in line <laughs> getting nuggets. So I loved him. 
like you got, he's going to give me nuggets. What a sweet guy. But that was so embarrassing. Like anytime no, well, I order it. something that I feel is even a little gross, I'm like, just give me the bag and don't look at me. Do you remember that comedian? Well, the, the comedian shall remain nameless. Remember when he there was this comedian in Edmonton? He was in a drive-through lane. I'm gonna guess. Oh McDonald's. no, I, I already know, and I'm not. Gonna yeah, guess. he was in a McDonald's <laughs> drive-through, and he gets halfway up and then has to take a piss. So he gets out of his vehicle, <laughs> hammered, trashed. Yeah. Takes a piss next to the fence, goes to get back in, vehicle locked. Oh, yeah. Driver's side vehicle locked, passenger side, ve- every vehicle. And, you know, people behind him honking. <laughs> like, he's. I mean, I'm not laughing because he was drinking he, and driving. That's awful. Yeah, but- like, he's car number four in a lineup of 15. People no, are honking. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he grabbed a brick from next to the McDonald's and smashed his window. <gasps> To get back in to get his food, he's just and then as he's getting his bag, it's like through a shattered <laughs> glass. He's sitting on a bunch of glass. He's hammered. Oh my god! Just all that for a fucking McGriddle or two. Oh my god, that's insane. That's you know, who, insane. you know who my heart goes out to in the fast food industry is whoever has to change the drive-through garbage. Yeah, because it's never. It's always just people just keep. Sh- well, I'm. Oh. Well, fuck them for not changing it. I'm shoving in too. That's oh, the total yeah. mentality. And it's fucking just filled with babies and coffee and diapers. Like, it's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like think about how many. Because it's not just McDonald's garbage. It's no. everything from your Ram fifteen hundred. Like every <laughs> single fucking oil oh, filter. Oh, this one. This one's got a bucket. Kids, get the garbage. <laughs> There's this nineteen oil filters in this one. <laughs> like people just come through and empty their life into that fucking thing and then cram the shit out of it and then some poor 16 year old asshole has to try to lift it out oh. it weighs 800 pounds oh. half of its root beer <laughs> weighed down by filet of fish buns <laughs> and he has to suck that motherfucker out of there and take it to the trash compactor that uh, poor person that, they're getting rid of them have you noticed that yeah, not very many have. Um, no. That's why I'm saying, like, uh, you guys, we're going to do this McDonald's. It's got a garbage. We've got to clean out the truck. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before? No, I'm saying, like, I can picture. Oh, I, I would. Well, I have, I've have. i never cleaned out my car, but I have put every single McDonald's drink. I'm usually favorite. courteous enough to be like, is there anybody behind me? If there's somebody behind me, then I don't do it. Oh, but yeah, if there's nobody rude. behind me, I'll fucking clean it all up. <laughs> I'll vacuum. That's why I go to McDonald's at 3 a.m. in the I'll morning. I'll vacuum and throw the filter bag in there. like, But I... And then they, and if they park me, if they park me, then now you're fucking, you're fucked. I fucking hate getting, what is with this new McDonald's? I know you're watching. What the fuck is up with this parking all your drive through people? Not all. You can't do that. They do it all the time. We get parked all the time. That's not fair. Because it's discrimination because I like breakfast sandwiches. No, I mean, I've said that before. I, if I, on, I think I've even said it on this podcast. I think we like, did talk about this before. You don't leave your spot. You don't park it. You fucking get me my food, right? Yeah. So you got to be strong, Kathleen. <laughs> I can't do stay it. Stay at that second window and don't even move. <laughs> I, you know what? Stay at the first window. I'm not moving until I know my food is going to I am not <laughs> paying you. Like when they're like 1685 and they put the machine out, go, yeah, I'll put it in there when we see the when fucking... We see the bag. Why don't... Like you know what I want robbery. you to do? Yeah, get the people at the second window to put my bag outside so I can see it. I don't want any eye contact. As put I my food where I can see it. And then as soon as I see the second window people with the bag of my shit out the window, then I will tap and then I go. <laughs> You're not getting my fucking money until I see my fucking filet of fish And you are there. not part-
marking me. You ever had a filet fish? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I had a bite of one recently. I hadn't forever. And I mean, they're okay. There's, I don't know why they're still there. They're fish. We they used to have, oh, we used to, this is the first joke that I ever wrote. Um, it's really funny. It's not. <laughs> uh, we had these, ri- remember, the, remember the McRib burgers? Okay. That even had I like the I grill marks on them? Yeah. And they were Barney burgers. Um, so it was like Barney from the Flintstones and they had these and they were gross. And then I used to call them Betty Pounders. And that was like the first joke that like when I was in like fucking, when I was 13 years old. Oh my God, that's adorable. Like how many Betty Pounders? No, my first stand up joke was worse than that. (laughs) What was your first stand up joke? My first stand up joke, I didn't even know it was hacky until, um, uh, somebody told me like, Hey, you're pretty funny. Uh, but you got to lose those two jokes. Those are pretty hack. And I was like, pardon me, young man. Like I was like <laughs> so defensive about yeah. it, but looking back, yeah, they were gar- like, um, what were they? One was like, you probably remember these. It was like, they opened a Disneyland in China, but they had to shut it down. Uh, not due to lack of interest. Just nobody, nobody there was tall enough to go on the rides. <laughs> So racist, f- <laughs> but fun. <laughs> but All- fun. You got to admit that's fun. And then the other one was um, about a condom. Uh, I bought these ribbed condoms, but I turned them inside out. Uh, ribbed for her pleasure, not if I'm fucking paying for them. <laughs> misogynistic. The- misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so misogyny and racism. That's how I started. That's how he started. And it's kind of how I'm going out. That's how we got. <laughs> that's how we got his start, and that's how it's all gonna end. Yeah, it was a good yeah. stretch. It was a piece of rope for a while, and now it's a noose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! For a while, it was a whipping rope. It was a whipping rope. What do we got here? <laughs> Holy shit! We got the western. Um, yeah, I got. I decided to get a two dollar one because we've never won anything, have Nothing. we? Nothing. We've done on this four yet. times, and none of this has ever paid off. Maybe this is the fifth one, even. I don't know. Anyway, this Western, you can win up to $35,000, and I think you can win a vehicle. This ticket can win more than one prize, but cannot win more than once in each play area. Fucking bastards. So what? That's a really shitty thing for them to do, then. You won twice in a play area, and you think you won, and then oh, they're sorry, like, oh, sorry, did you read thing. the back? <laughs> oh, sorry, did you kiss the barcode? I've never read the back of a lottery ticket before. Tic-tac-toe. That's what this game is. Play areas. Tic-tac-toe. Scratch each of the two tic-tac-toe play areas. If any one play area, you uncover three X's or three O's in any straight, horizontal, diagonal, or vertical line, you win the prize in the prize box of the play area. If the prize that you win is a free ticket, you win a free $2 scratch ticket, you fucking idiot. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what happens. Let's Do you have like a nickel or a no, quarter or a tampon? Never, <laughs> let me get my golden <laughs> tampon out. Let's see. <laughs> I'll use my stripper nails. Ooh. Oh, so, so far, far we've got an X and O and an X. Yeah, so far it's not good. And this is terrible. And an O and an X and an O. So if an X is here or here, we're golden. And, and no. we're not golden. Did not win. And the prize. $20. Oh. If I win like under $20 or under, I'll just go buy more tickets for yeah. the next time. Okay. And then if you, we win nothing, then we'll never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so OXO. Not good. No, we are not. Oh, boy. How come they never let us win? I don't know. They're assholes. We could have won Oh, $5, that would have been a biggie. That would have been a biggie. <sighs> I 
just want to win five thousand dollars. And then is I'll that be, too much to ask? And I'll be like, I don't think we talked about sharing the prize money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I what don't was the talking about? That. We might win a car. Oh my god, we won a car. We might win a car. We did not win, win a, a car. car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like this is good radio. nobody who listens to this even when we were like even when, when I said oh we could win a car nobody thought maybe they've won a car they just they're like no <laughs> they're, they like, didn't. they're not gonna win why are they doing this it's we, a two dollar ticket you don't want a car out of a two dollar ticket what do we get nothing absolutely yeah. fuck all wax all over Jim's beautiful floors Jesus Christ why do we even do this podcast we can't even win any fucking money. Yeah, this is crazy. So we can't oh, well. wait. So join our Patreon that isn't set up yet, but it might be set up by the time this podcast comes out. You never know. You never know. All <laughs> right. Well, Kathleen, we did it. We did. What do you it. have going on tonight? Any shows? Anything? Any shows you want to plug coming up? No. I don't plug shows. You don't? <laughs> really, I don't really do it that much anymore. I'll say one on Twitter, but I don't yeah. mention too many. Like, do you have shows this weekend? No, not this weekend. Okay. Next weekend, I'm going to Halifax. For the festival? <laughs> no. Okay. No, the Halifax Festival once sent me an email that said, we love Kathleen. Well, it was to my management. And uh, it said, we love Kathleen, but she's too dirty for the CBC. And then they typed out, aww. And I was like, fuck those fucking yeah. fucks. What a gross email to get. Worst email of my life. Well, what's, Can't what's ever a, let go or forget about Halifax? it. What's in Halifax? Yuck, yucks. Oh, the fu- okay, the yuck yucks. Okay, the yuck good. yucks. Oh, I hope you have fun out there. I do too. I mean, we're gonna see each other before probably I go. Will we? Yeah, next week. Okay. <laughs> if we if That's we right. continue doing this podcast, which <laughs> we never know what's gonna happen. We haven't even released always, but one yet. What, <laughs> but what's sadder, continuing to do a shitty podcast or shutting it down because it's shitty? I think shutting, shutting it down because because yeah. who knows somebody might think this is good. It's so there shitty. could be some person out there that is in a bathtub ready to kill themselves and then they hear our podcast and then they do it immediately. Yeah, they end their life right then and there. Yeah, we gave them that fucking courage. You're welcome. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll see you. Oh, it's gonna, we're switching to Tuesdays. Not that anybody in the world. Nobody needs to knows know that. what we do. We Nobody haven't even released an episode. Yet. <laughs> this is episode twelve. I think we're releasing right away. You know what's funny is I'm just all I'm gonna get is like Facebook messages from people I've never heard of before that are like, "Why don't you fucking leave Kathleen alone?" You're never mean to me. No, I know, but they're gonna pretend I was. And no. you know, like every episode, there's a little nugget in there that they could be like, "I hate you," right? Like no today it was like fetuses. You. I talked about killing girl fetuses that could get that could blow up a little bit well i mean you'll piss off some women but we we piss off easily and we forgive pretty easily too but yeah we don't forget <laughs> okay well on that note <laughs> i think we're doing it we're thanks doing kathleen it. thanks sean thanks jim thanks jim <laughs>